Hello everybody, welcome to Into the Prayer and to this special devotional episode in the midst of a lot of busyness and that kind of thing. As most of you will know, podcasts have been less regular recently because of writing uh, commitments that I've got and Mary and I are trying to bring an episode roughly once a week. Um, For example, coming up we've got the next uh, Eschatology Explained episode, we'll be looking at post post-millennialism and then the week after that we're going to be doing an episode or two on textual criticism regarding biblical manuscripts and how to defend the gospel and how to refute oftentimes Islamic, um, not only Islamic of course, but oftentimes Islamic uh, criticism of the Bible as not being reliable and that kind of thing. Um, or just more secular opposition to the Bible, you know, the, and the reality is that the, the Bible is is wonderfully um, reliable and so it's important to have the right facts um, about that up your sleeve, basically, so that you can pull them out and have a firm understanding of of the Bible. And so we'll be doing that in the next couple of weeks, but it's just uh, writing is uh, the priority at the moment. And for those of you who are interested, it's going well. Um, the book, Lord, will be, Lord Willing, will be out in the autumn, uh, maybe at Christmas, that kind of thing, hopefully this year. So look out for that. I want to just do a quick devotional this morning, um, having Mary and I have, have just been um, under the weather a little bit. Um, Mary works in a school, which which tends to mean means uh, working in an incubator of bugs and germs and that kind of thing with thirty plus children, that kind of thing. So, um, the last few days have felt weak on the level of um the flesh, and that's a good that's a good reason to do this podcast today. I want to read you just a couple of passages and make some obvious thoughts that um, I hope will help you. Firstly, Romans 13. Just as you flick to that, um, Romans 13, I'm going to read a couple of other cross-references, and then I'm going to just read you a little bit from Isaiah 52. So firstly, Romans 13, verse 11 Besides this, you know the time that the hour has come for you to wake from sleep. For salvation is nearer to us now than when we first believed. The night is far gone, the day is at hand. So then let us cast off. So then let us cast off the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarrelling and jealousy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Verse 14 again of Romans 13, but... Put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. 
some cross-references for you. Galatians 3, 27. For as many of you as were baptised into Christ have put on Christ. Or Job 29, 14. I put on righteousness and it clothed me. My justice was like a robe and a turban. You can, it's a beautiful image, isn't it? Putting on righteousness and being clothed by it. Psalm 132, verse 9. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness and let your saints shout for joy. Again, there's that thought of pulling on the the robe of righteousness. Luke twenty four forty nine, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you. But stay in the city, until you are clothed with power from on high. Is that sense in which the absence of power is synonymous with nakedness? Or Ephesians 4.24, and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. And finally, Colossians 3.10, and have put on the new self, sorry, verse 9 first. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you've put off the old self with its practices and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in the knowledge after the image of its creator. It's that, it's that thought of knowledge, isn't it, that um, it relates to this passage in Romans 13 where, where Paul says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. Don't have anything to do with orgies or drunkenness and sexual immorality, sensuality and so on. Verse 12, let us cast off the works of darkness, cast them off. And put on the armour of light. Obviously that's evocative of Ephesians 6. Putting on the armour of light. But casting off the works of darkness. um, Requires a a daily predetermined concerted effort. To remember that the flesh and the spirit are opposed to each other. I think it's somewhere else in Romans 8, I think. Um, it says that the, the flesh desires what is opposed to the spirit and the spirit that which is opposed to the flesh. And look at what Paul writes here. Make no provision for the flesh. Think about starving a flame of oxygen. Or um, a fish of water. You know, starving the thing of whatever its most basic needs are, starving it, make no provision. Don't don't feed the flame with oxygen, don't feed the shark with water, let it drown. And that's what Paul is saying, is that making no make no provision for the flesh is of course what we tend to do. You know, on a daily basis, it's very easy to just kind of not even consciously make provision for the flesh, but you're kind of just doing it without even thinking. And that's the point, is that I think putting on the Lord Jesus Christ, that clothing of ourselves in righteousness that we've just heard a few verses about, is is 
what you do when you when you get up, isn't it? When you get up in the morning, when you wake up, you change your clothes. You become clothed with clothing appropriate for the day. Verse 13 again, let us walk properly as in the daytime. Thinking about what walking properly in the daytime requires, well, it requires a certain kind of clothing, doesn't it? If you walked around in your pyjamas all day, you'd look absurd. You wouldn't be comfortable. People would be staring at you. It'd be embarrassing. It wouldn't be appropriate for the activities of the day. You know, again, you think of Ephesians six and fitting your feet with the with the goss with the uh, sandals of peace. You can't you can't walk around and hope to have a functional day if you're walking around barefoot because you've just got out of bed and you haven't got dressed. So this thought this thought of of clothing ourselves, making no provision for the flesh, consciously being dressed in the right way in light of the fact that the the night as it says in verse 12 of Romans 13 the night the night is far gone the day is at hand the day is at hand and of course that's that's not a capital d day although it is in a sense also that that the the whole concept and notion of night and day is marked ultimately by the coming of the lord jesus and that's what we're about to see now so let's flick over to uh, ephesians sorry ephesians Isaiah 52 and verse 1. Awake, awake, Zion. Clothe yourself with strength. Put on your garments of splendor, Jerusalem, the holy city. The uncircumcised and defiled will not enter you again. Verse 2. Shake off your dust. Rise up. Sit enthroned, Jerusalem. Free yourself from the chains on your neck. I don't know, maybe Paul had this in mind, this passage, which is a wonderful, wonderful passage. Um, when he wrote Romans 13. But you can see here the, the importance of awake, being awake to the day, the reality. If you look in Isaiah 52 and verse 8, listen, you're what, and there's this notion of, again, you could, you could extend this further, being awake, being alert, being clothed appropriately and why would you be awake or to watch watchfulness verse 8 of Isaiah 52 listen your watchmen lift up your voices together they shout for joy when the lord returns to Jerusalem to, to Zion to Jerusalem to the mount of olives they will see it with their own eyes so going back to Romans 13 put but put on the lord jesus christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires, that that constant warfare. It was the famous words of John Owen who said, be killing sin or sin will be killing you. The requirement is that every day we have a, a consciousness of the the ongoing conflict between the flesh and the spirit, those things that the flesh desires and those things that the spirit desires. And if we walk around, as it were, in our pyjamas, if, we, if we're not clothed appropriately for the daytime, we will, by nature, we will make provision for the flesh. 
And when you make provision for something, it gets stronger, you know, it becomes dominant, it becomes unruly. And of course, again, in the language of Romans 6, we are to be killing, have have nothing to do with the deeds of darkness, but rather expose them, is what Paul says in Ephesians 5. But but for, with regards to the flesh, to be to be killing sin, making war against sin, and that being a daily thing. And I think if you think about these eschatological passages like Isaiah 52, it helps to remember the timeline of world history that we're on. And whether it's not in our lifetime or not, and it could be for some of us, where some literal eyeballs that are on the planet literally right now will see the coming of the Lord. And if not now, then children from people who are on the planet now. If it's not our time, if it's not our generation, surely it can't be far away. So we must be clothed, we must be alert, we must throw off, throw off the deeds of darkness, throw off the works of darkness and put on the armour of light. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh. Let's be clothed appropriately. Let's every day clothe ourselves consciously with the knowledge that just as Jesus promised in that wonderful bit in Luke twenty four forty nine, where Jesus promises, and behold, I am sending the promise of my Father upon you, but stay in the city until you are clothed with power from on high. Look out for a, a video coming up this weekend about the cross, where I'll say a little bit more specifically about that issue of clothing and power. Lord, I pray now for all of us listening, thinking about these words and these passages and with our desire to be making no provision for the flesh, to be dressed appropriately, to be awake, alert, to be acting, behaving, speaking, thinking appropriately for the day, time. Lord, I pray that you would show us what it means to be clothed, be clothed in your very nature, such intimacy with you, what it means to put on the Lord Jesus Christ rather than just simply not making provision for the flesh, but positively show us, Lord, what it means to put on the Lord Jesus Christ what it means to be filled by your spirit, what it means to have our minds set on those things that you desire, what it means to be fruitful, what it means to be led by the spirit in the precious name of Jesus. Amen.